0: Critical Hit is a foul mouth podcast for adults. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome to another episode of Critical Hit, a foul mouth podcast where we talk about everything. I am your host, Red King, and with me always is Crimson and Chrono Warden from another land.
1: Hi, folks. Fucking
0: Isekai character, like, what the fuck? Um, Tonight, we are coming back to the table. We are doing another episode of Tabletop Games, which hopefully won't devolve into me dunking on a certain fucking series all night. I have this weird feeling that this is just going to happen to you dunking on the third series. Huh? All <laughs> that.
1: Are you guys ready?
0: We're ready. <laughs> we yeah, are. to dunk. Yes. <laughs> we are critical hit and tabletop two starts now. All righty. Before we begin, we are we're in this process of just trying new. Uh, pre-game segments to add to our amazing collection. Um, Chrono, take it away.
1: So, this week in Chrono's Tech Talk, (laughs) we are talking about reservoir computing. What? (laughs) So the idea is is that you take meat and silicone (laughs) and you smack it together. What? So, this is researchers... Well, scientists in the U.S. managed to put together a living computer by cultivating over eighty thousand mouse stem cells, and like putting electrodes and shit in it. And the idea is, is that you can have a robot that uses living muscle tissue to sense and process its information.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> There's what?
1: nothing about that that sounded good. <laughs> It's a meat pewter? (laughs) Yeah, a meat pewter. Well, think about it. If you have your leg blown off in a war or something, and they can take your body cells and then grow electrodes and shit together with it, and then just stick it back on you.
0: Okay, so this could be like advanced prosthesis type shit. Right. (laughs) Okay, that's actually kind of cool. What about like, okay, so hear me out. Android 18. <laughs> oh, fucking We're me. one step closer. <laughs> I'm one step closer to cracking in the fucking
1: mouth. Well, so this was at the University of Illinois. Uh, basically, they are building a computer that can recognize patterns of light and electricity so it can, like, go find cheese because it's a mouse. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: they got to stop with these mice.
0: <laughs> they just get put through <laughs> Now, Wait. The computer is supposed to be a mouse, or did they actually, like, computerize a mouse's brain? For some reason, I was dumb, and I couldn't figure (laughs) that one (laughs) out.
1: So essentially what it is, is the scientists grew the computer of 80,000 reprogrammed mouse stem cells. That is fucking insane. And they placed them between optical fibers on a grid of electrodes.
0: What on earth? Like, how do you wake up in the morning? (laughs) Like the thing that kind of shakes the shit out of me is like there are people who are that's what they do and and not only do they think about it but then they go and do it and it's not just a stinky pile of fucking uh <laughs> electrified meat <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's kind of crazy to me because like where do you get the concepts like where did you think of like i think about I mean, pretty much anything that's more than, like, what am I having for dinner today? And it's, like, too much for me to process.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, this is kind of a continuation of a lot of experiments that uh, American universities do. There was an MIT professor. It's been probably 16, 17 years at this point, I think. Mm -hmm. Literally, they had, he had them open up his forearm and put in just, like, a stick of RAM or something like that. Something he could turn on and off with his brain like they hooked his arm nerves up to it to proof of concept that we could start making human cyborgs basically right <laughs> and he was able to turn it on and off at different points along the memory stick
0: well they wow that's insane cuz like i remember hearing it now this was back when i was like a teenager i thought it was like so fucking cool like that our dna has like a measure of mm-hmm. Memory that is higher than like, what was it a Yodabyte or something like that? It's like what was the, a Yoda what was <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the highest um, measurement of computing memory that. Well, because after terra, it should be zeta. There's, I think there might be one or two other measures higher than that. I don't, I don't remember, but they're saying that like human DNA has one there was like one ounce of like DNA or something like that. Like some type of human material that contains DNA will contain that much storage space. Like, right. Because well, we have blast process. <laughs> I'm going to kick the shit out of you. The problem there, though is,
1: is that it's like the amount of energy stored in a human body is technically greater than a nuclear weapon, but there's no way to really access it.
0: Uh, fucking plug me in boy <laughs> like, so, here, nukes. so here's my here's my thing though here's my here's my maybe hot take on this is that uh, i always do this but i had it obviously you know about this red king um i have got rid of a laptop recently and it had a problem where as soon as any data was being t- drawn from or written to the hard drive it made a very loud <laughs> and aggressive whirring sound <laughs> and uh what if you get all your like technological augmentations right it's like oh man i got this freaking i got this freaking brain that stores data crazy speeds blah 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 and then you're just standing there one day in the grocery store and just like
1: yeah well, the idea there is is that it would be more like a solid state drive that they're going to install on you, not a hard disk drive.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would imagine that the last thing they would want is that to too many moving parts
1: coming out your fucking ears. As your brain's trying to load the hub. <laughs>
0: Dang it! You're beating me to these references. That was. That's Stop amazing. being
1: slow, you one pump chump.
0: Oh, whoa. 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 whoa, You You just wait until my hard disk shoots out like
1: tongue house <laughs> <That was> fucking. <laughs> <head>. This, uh, <laughs> I guess, I expected this. Anyway, thanks for coming to my tech talk. <laughs> I can't. We are
0: back at it again. Um, We're talking about tabletop games. Um, One thing, I guess I'll kind of, I guess we're kind of doing like a double, double mini segment thing here. Double intro. Yeah.
1: Well, triple intro, because we had our actual intro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I this will this will seamlessly move into the next into our actual subject of the night. But like we've started, we've started a new um game. We've yes. started a new campaign, a tabletop RPG campaign. This time in Pathfinder second edition. Uh we're those guys, man? Were the were the snobs? <laughs> so like, it's so much better. <laughs> Three action together. I'm not even listening. <laughs> now I love it. I'm, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> so, I guess I'll, I'll I guess I'll talk a little bit about it. Right? We started a new campaign. I am the DM or GM, is what the uh, um fucking yeah. say the segment you. Brat. <laughs> <laughs> d d rail. We are back. There we go. <laughs> We've started a campaign in Pathfinder. Um, it is mine. One of my own design. I am very smart and creative. And everybody loves <laughs> me. We're doing superheroes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which is kind of hilarious because I probably could have just had us play like the Marvel... Uh, I think it's Marvel, the Marvel RPG. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't. I think it would have been worse. I don't know. Fucking. <sighs> Can I just throw it out there? I feel like a lot of superhero stuff is really, really corny these days. Yeah. <laughs> so the idea was like, hey, what if, what if there were less dungeons to explore and it was just you use all your magic and. Marshall know how to be a superhero, and we and we did our first scenario, which was a, a bank robbery. It was
1: easy enough, right? Yeah, I killed a guy. <laughs> the only one with the balls to do it. <laughs> it had to be done.
0: <laughs> we set a precedence, man. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was very fun. Because like, we have a modern-day setting, which is kind of new. I mean, obviously, when it comes to being Red King, we've only ever played one other campaign. So,
1: but I mean, there, uh, there was a D twenty modern system back in the day, hmm. but it sucked. <laughs> See, we're just retrofitting,
0: and thus far, it's 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 been a very entertaining opening, and you know, being able to kind of like, yeah, I because my character hero name
1: crossfire
0: <laughs> happens to be a uh a sniper cleric nice yeah so, so. i was able to uh you know in, during this bank heist i was kind of a spotter from the roof the rooftops to find out where these uh these robbers and hostage holders were located and it was kind of cool to be able to like because obviously you have all these systems, like you have, you know, perception and all that type of stuff, but to be able to use it in like a modern sense was cool. Like, that was really awesome. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I actually had a lot of fun first time actually being the the sole, uh, the sole runner of, of a tabletop game. I kind of screwed up a couple of things because like we are new with Pathfinder, but It it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun watching everybody try to settle into because it is kind of a different mindset. Like when you when you have like high fantasy and it's just kind of like, you know, more or less the law of the land and it's and it's kind of whatever you're doing. Sometimes murder hoboing happens (laughs) and uh, (laughs) hopefully that won't be what happens in this one. Listen, we're we're charging up to be the modern murder homos. That'll be our band name. We'll all pick up instruments, become the murder homos.
1: Just To be fair, as a charisma-based character, I already have a pretty good perform without any uh, training in it.
0: See if my character doesn't, he's got no riz at all. <laughs> no diplomacy, no nothing. <laughs> he's just like, meh. That's hilarious.
1: But... I think we should give a quick rundown of our party. So, yeah. Crimson already mentioned his character, Crossfire, the Whisper Elf Sniper Cleric. Mm-hmm. I am playing Paradigm, the Aberrant Bloodline ASMR Sorcerer. Mm-hmm. We have Masquerade, a human Swashbuckler, Isith, a Yana Druid, Shooting Star, and Ifrit champion and then Draco Nightblade.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our- a, a drow rogue,
1: a resident asshole,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and a character from another from another game we were we were playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that we- was that was his character in uh,
1: the dungeon crawl.
0: Yeah, we, we should do that in Pathfinder. That would should, be fun. We should just set up a time where we actually do that. Um, it's it's a lot of fun getting back because we had a pretty long hiatus of like two months and that was uh it gave me plenty of time to just sit there and mull over the system and try to be the best uh newbie dm i could be and uh it was it was nice but damn it it is fun to be back yeah yeah and shout out to path builder man that app is sick. Yeah. <laughs> that app is cool. Yeah, the <laughs> modern the modern RPGs with the with the apps, I'm fucking spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but a- actually that's kind of um the perfect segue. Did it again. <laughs> Cause yeah. Talking about tabletops in general, um, the elephant in the room has been for the last half a year, maybe more.
1: um, Give or take, yeah.
0: Wizards of the Coast and uh, Dungeons & Dragons, right? So, today is the 5th? It is 6th. It is April the 6th at the time of the recording. Uh, About two days ago, Wizards had a... At a content creator summit, where they had some of the prominent online um, names in Dungeons and Dragons, like you know, pro players and people with, um, with YouTube channels and all this good, good crap, and they lined them up and basically tried to more or less user image to sell. One D. That's so here's the thing, right? Shameful. Fucking they're, shameful. <laughs> a lot of things came from the summit um that were <clears throat> I mean, Wizards are complete clowns right now. You, they're not going to be using the name One D D anymore. Oh boy. Okay. So what is it now? Fifth edition 2024. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Um, yikes! because I mean realistically speaking it was pretty much fucking fifth edition
1: yeah well so the was a- idea was is that all your current shit is supposed to be forwards compatible but the problem is is that why wouldn't you just call it 5.5 but it gets worse
0: yeah. right so it's not getting it's not actually getting a different edition name right mm-hmm. oh no Um, they're saying that all of the previous um content is going to be forward compatible and run parallel with the new with the new release stuff. They're saying that if you wanted to, you could run a for instance like two thousand and fourteen when it was first released you could run a two thousand fourteen paladin next to a twenty twenty four paladin and, and the point would be they're not allowing they're they're not putting the old content into Irata because there were plenty of revisions and plenty of different changes to the balancing the abilities, the what you can and can't do right. That. I mean, if you have a class that was fixed, but now you're just, now you're able to use a 2014 broken tier stuff. You're just going to use the 2014 stuff.
1: Well, yeah. To be fair, I think one of the changes they had talked about for Paladin was range and smite for one D and D.
0: I mean that's kind of cool. <laughs> but here, I guess here's my problem: is why? Besides, because here's the here seems to be the biggest problem with D and D as it is: is that it's just the water is muddy as fuck. Yeah, I think that it gets like that's exactly why I was talking. I'm trying to. Th- like, they changed because uh some of the pre-release stuff for the spellcasters, right, is they were taking the magic and they were categorizing it into arcane,
1: holy, and primal. Well, mm. that's fine. I mean, Pathfinder. they're not doing it anymore. What the fuck? That was actually not a bad change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going right
0: back to spell list based on class. <laughs> So here's the thing. When you were getting backlash <laughs> over all the dumb fucking things you were doing, you were like, Hey, let's just hit the reset button. Like you didn't try to rework anything. You just scrapped it. And then you just took your fucking rule book from fifth edition and called it a day. 10, fifth edition.
1: Yeah. 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 They're,
0: and they're going to re-release a new player's handbook, a big a, a new uh, monster manual, a new. For what? Right? And what, what are you doing are, it for? There are some rule revisions. There are also. So there are some good things that they. That they. I guess revealed and unveiled. It's highly marketable. <laughs> they're going to be using. Um, they're going to be using the traits system for weapons. Um, Pathfinder players will. Will be familiar with this that every weapon has a trait. It kind of it kind of changes. That
1: kind of existed in D anD d four e and third edition. It wasn't traits per se, but well, no four e actually did have different weapons. Had they were heavy, they were crit special, they were finesse, agile. They had stuff like that.
0: So, you know it kind of changes that's what i really like to um coming from coming from uh third edition into pathfinder is like even weapons that have the same damage dice they have different traits and they and it's just out of the box yeah without having to uh um, modify them or anything like that uh they have a i guess the traits was one of the big things uh they they're going to be putting prices on all magical items in GP now, which is something that they didn't that they already have in Pathfinder. Hey, I'm being a simp. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, he, I mean, here's the thing: is if you're gonna if your move is to copy Pathfinder, like no one's interested because there's already people moving from your system to Pathfinder, anyways. So. If anything, you're just giving them more of a reason to go to Pathfinder because Pathfinder's always going to be the more complete Pathfinder. <laughs>
1: well, has anyone been looking into uh Kobold Press's Black Flag system? Um besides hearing about it when OGL started roasting that I don't I don't really know much about it. Well, uh so I read an article not too long ago that uh it's I mean, they're not really necessarily fixing the problem of uh, magic versus martial, right? Because you know, wizard, their wizard in that system gets some ridiculous shit. Because huh. there's a problem, right? You can swing a sword really well and do it multiple times, or you can just alter reality. Yeah. Yeah, so I
0: will say, though, that's the one thing, uh, you know, kind of getting into new systems. And, you know, I know the ones that I was introduced to, you know, I I currently don't have, I guess, the time to look into a bunch of different ones. But, you know, playing Pathfinder and having, you know, you can generally do more physically being a martial character than you can being a spellcaster because a spellcaster generally casting a spell takes more from your action economy than moving or striking with a weapon. So like, I feel like of the ways that you could have balanced something like that, that was kind of the best thing you could have done.
1: I mean, to be fair, I read a lot of these new news articles while I'm taking a shit at work. So,
0: <laughs> you know, I generally would love to do that. But, you know, my line of work uh, will just we'll just say I'm just disgusting by the time I'm done doing yeah. anything. So uh, I'd rather not touch my phone. if I can. Yeah, so the other thing that they went ahead and. It's just like a constant dropping of the ball. I think that's the worst thing to me about the whole thing, the whole situation with Rip Wizards is they constantly drop the ball, and it doesn't seem like doesn't seem like there's any gamers involved in the um, top level decision making.
1: I mean, you could make the argument that happened when Hasbro bought them. Word exactly. Um,
0: so we're it was. Uh, So the week prior to this summit, uh, Wizards released a uh, D&D Direct. Mm -hmm. And I actually watched it, um, the stuff that I could stomach, (laughs) (laughs) because they were plugging the movie, you know, the movie's Mm -hmm. out, the movie's got decent reviews, uh, but whatever. They were plugging merch cute little Dicelings the yeah. transforming D20s that turned into <clears throat> iconic monsters and they are they were plugging the books with Drizz and all that and um and it, it's like fucking great but what, you know we're worried about like what the fuck are you doing with your system is is it getting better <laughs> like, and, and that was the next thing they <laughs> did a it, it was cringy it was just cringy uh they did a cringy video with um players who were pretending to be players oh, man. and they, <laughs> they played on the virtual tabletop, the unreal engine, uh, 3d oh, thing, man. right? I'm not going to lie. It looked fire, right? So the things that we were arguing hmm. about, um, when we were first talking about this, uh, way, way back in, what was this, October that? when we started? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: many, many moons ago. Yes,
0: we were worried that the 3D environment and that the very produced game, video game like structure of it would limit your creativity. And it seems like they they showed gameplay that it's just a VTT. Like your characters don't move. They it it looks really nice and it just does it just is your map. It represents your map and your characters. Everything
1: uh, else That's kind of annoying because I was like, if they're gonna put in that much production, I wanted animations.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that, it's mm. it's worth it to note that it doesn't seem restrictive at all. You know what they should have done? Mm. They should have okay, so they should have had a character creator, 3D character creator and they should have had battle animations, hmm. only battle animations, everything else they should have had just kind of like you explain it like you would in a regular, like, like the DM explains that you fucking jumped on a chandelier, swung from it. <laughs> I fucking just thought
1: of that song as soon as I said that. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a classic for a reason. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: you <laughs> know, but I, I feel like, cause I do kind of also agree what, I mean, aside from playing with somebody across the fucking land, which is not really, I don't know why I said land, but it's not really the point of the tabletop game.
1: Well, okay. So my thing though is, is that what makes it so special versus roll 20 or Spire or, and
0: that was, and that brings me foundry.
1: to my That brings me to my next point.
0: Um, so they had a bit of a Q&A during the um, Content Creator Summit. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the cringy video, they were all playing on the same Alienware laptops.
1: Oh, Lord. <laughs>
0: well, that's already
1: cringe, because fuck Alienware. Yeah, Alienware trash. <laughs> uh, but they're high-end. They're expensive laptops. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what else is expensive?
0: MacBooks. I dig it, but the question that was coming was what hardware are we going to need to run
1: this (laughs) VTT? Because you can run roll 20 on a potato.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was, that was the question is, you know, what, what's the hardware requirements? And they made the classic fucking blunder of, not having anybody who was qualified to answer the oh, questions. Fuck. So the first question was, what's the system requirements? Oh, well, I'm not the tech guy. Well, w- <laughs> what about character, or what about content creation? It's in Unreal. Unreal is a very open-ended and, and uh, mod-friendly platform. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not the content creation guy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, <laughs> the, the other question is how are we gonna how are you gonna sell people on this? It runs one game roll twenty runs every game like you can run different that's what systems saying. that's what I was about. oh well, you know only time will tell <laughs> oh you're a fucking you're like, a, like <laughs> not a single question answered, and they said, oh well, we're gonna allow for um adventure mods and all the all the adventure books to be uh." they have integration for, you know, your adventure books. And they said, oh, well, what about uh third party created content? Will you be able to run a third party book through the VTT and have it handle some of the, um, oh, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot yeah. of humming and hon and I don't really know. And <laughs> so what, like, so here's my question then, if you are not going to explain how it worked, did you really think that you were just going to go on here, show a couple trailers and be like, Hey, that's it.
1: Like if you and can't, nobody ex- was going to ask you some questions. Yeah,
0: yeah. If you can't explain anything that's going on, here's an idea. Bring somebody who can explain what, what's going on. Well,
1: <laughs> like- this is going to be my other thing. Did they only test it on one kind of processor? Like what about NVIDIA? What about AMD? What about fucking Intel?
0: Oh yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah, that's and, and, point. and the other thing is, what if you? Because the 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 big argument has always been how much does it cost to get into the game? Right?
1: They yeah. didn't reveal that, did they?
0: No, <laughs> they're keeping real quiet about that. If, if the cost of because I went ahead and I because I I re-downloaded uh, Beyond and I did some shopping. I didn't I didn't purchase anything because fuck that <laughs> window shopping. <laughs> window shopping. Uh, It was Android, because I'm using an Android tablet. It was Android shopping, not window shopping. Uh, It's just these jokes that come to my mind that are absolutely fucking worth
1: it. (laughs) But you had a window open on your phone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 Why does my brain do this?
0: (laughs) Um... So counter tongue. Took the long way around the bullshit. <laughs> right? It, it, it was well, a- <laughs> yeah, you usually take the long way to become shit. Unless you're corn. Well, Start yeah. there. <laughs> this was this was a fabulous
1: night. Thanks for coming
0: out. <laughs> uh, it at its very at its very minimum, right? You want to buy the the main five source books. You know, it's a big three, and then you want to get like the Xanathar, you want to get Tasha's. That shit, like, from start to finish, that's $150, bro. So it's $150 to get them books, right? And, uh, it's a hard sell to begin with. It,
1: it is. It's a- not going to be cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know they spent that much on Starfinder books. I mean, <laughs> it, it, here's the thing.
0: At the very least, you spent that much money on the Starfinder books, right? And you. Got those fucking books, well, yeah, and you I could set up. Any- books. Yeah, you could set up anything you want. No restrictions. No fucking. You need this amount of processing power. No fucking potentially thousand dollar computer you have to buy just to run the thing. No,
1: you know. No, I've I've been looking. I've been trying to find specs online. Like the first six articles I've looked at, nothing.
0: It's probably poorly optimized. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a situation
0: where you're going to have to get a brand spanking new processor and a high end graphics card. Just to play d and d yeah like that's not how that's not the original um that's not the original vision mm. of the fucking of the game, no yeah.
1: literally if you're gonna do virtual sign up for roll twenty, it's free, they have looking for groups, you can literally just sign up and try it out,
0: yeah, that's wild, I might try that, it might be fucking. <sighs> Well, and I think that's kind of, you know, when you when you kind of pull it back and you you see the the bigger point of the virtual tabletop. Is supposed to be if you know, say, Chrono decided to move to fucking Wisconsin for some fucking reason.
1: Uh, I would shoot myself. <laughs> At least they paid me to move there, and we could talk. But but
0: uh, <laughs> but but say you did. so you got wild hair up your ass, and you're like, "Fuck it, man! Cheese sounds real good. I mean, and cheese you, is good." Um, yeah.
1: And uh, you'd be so, going to Kansas City, Missouri, my friend, where the cheese caves exist.
0: Cheese caves. <laughs> um but okay so say you're in a cheese game <laughs> in Missouri <laughs> Um you know and say That's we the
1: retirement plan, gentlemen.
0: <laughs> you know we still we still want to play, man. We still want to get this game in, right? Yeah. You know, so then we we have the ability to continue playing our tabletop as if you were still at the table. Obviously good, great, fantastic. But now you're adding all this extra crap you're adding the, you know, oh, we need this, the the imagery to look good. And we need, you know, we need 3D graphics, high end this and freaking, you know, which again, great that you still have your player agency. Great that you didn't kind of shoehorn everything into like, you know, a very limited like drop down menu. Yeah yeah, 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 exactly. Great that you did all that. Like, that's awesome. But at the same time, like you're not really doing anything to sell anything else. You're not like, aside from it looking pretty, which really is not that hard to do. Like any one of these guys, I mean, I freaking, you can go get an AI to write some code that'll probably do the same fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's not really, it's not really that complicated to make something look nice. So it's like, okay, cool. You have something that looks good. What else, you know, we have we had, like you said, you have other systems that you can play any type of tabletop game. Theoretically, you wanted to play in a virtual tabletop. So now we got, and it's not even an upgraded, really. Mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons, it's fifth edition, just virtual tabletop, fifth okay. edition. And that was the that was the last thing I wanted to say because, like, I could sit here and dunk on uh <laughs> wizards of the coast all fucking night. I could do that. I'm I'm fine with that. Um yeah,
1: but let's get some positivity going
0: here. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I'll end it with one last negative thing on on WotC, right? Uh they're from sorry, now of From now on they're going to be um selling physical books direct wait what so when when the game store copies dry up the only way to get physical books is going to be through wizards oh they you know what that's i'm good (laughs) i'm good bye wizards I
1: I no <laughs> no I'm taking a hard stance. <laughs> I I don't think, you know, so does that include like the original, well the older runs of books or is it just the new ones they're going to be printing once those dry up you can only get them from
0: Yeah, well that's that's the idea is once the supply of books that are currently in circulation dry up um physical <laughs> copies are going to be through wizards of the coast. That's stupid the The idea is obviously a harder push towards going digital.
1: But why? Well, like, I don't. Here's the thing, right? So, from a how do I don't want to phrase this? Uh, from a standpoint of being good for the community, it's shitty. From a <laughs> standpoint of their bottom line. That's it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that but
0: they right can there, just suck a dick then. That's I agree. Because that right there's the shitty part. They all, can choke th- on a chode. You know, mm-hmm. as a as a yeah, as a, your constitution <laughs> safe. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. As a that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> as, as a game developer of any kind, you're supposed take to take 1D twenty condiment king damage. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> mayo. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> um, but you're you're supposed to find a balance. You gotta
0: strike a balance between you know, the the money you're making and the product that you're giving out, you know, the product that you're giving out right now, you're not supposed to force people to go this digital, you know, this high re- end, high end. Yeah, the digital high end route. You know, if somebody still wants to sit at a fucking table and play your game and they want to run it with a book and a DM screen and all that shit, stop making it difficult. You know, oh, you can't just go out, you can't run out and buy a book from a game shop, which is like, let's be real, a lot of the shit is game shop culture, you know what I'm saying?
1: So, you know what, I'm going to be curious, to though, is to see if we like see a resurgence in uh, secondhand books, because that was the big thing for a while when EA was trying to shoehorn all their fucking game season passes in and shit, like the early 2000 teens, late 2000 aughts, Yeah. Right? Is that people were just like, I'm just going to go buy the fucking game from GameStop and then not buy your shitty season pass. Right? Yeah. And you get no money from me.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's just the thing, because that's a, the, actually the comparison I was about to draw, because Wizards of the Coast is EA right now.
1: Mm hmm. Ooh, that's devastating. There is. Yeah,
0: the, I, and I don't buy EA games. So word, I don't do this shit either. Yep. Yep. So as
1: far as uh, if they didn't fucking own Bioware, I wouldn't have to So Well, even if that's the
0: only game and they don't really sell season passes for that, as far as I know no. so you can, you can sell a DLC chapter to fucking fix whatever mistakes that I'm sure EA forced Bioware to make with their endings, but (laughs) that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Fucking fangs out. Let's go. Okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Mass Effect Three ending is what I'm assuming you're talking, yeah, about, that's here. Exactly what I'm talking about. That wasn't EA.
0: Okay, so that was BioWare's slip up.
1: Yeah, it okay. was literally two people. So I've read a lot of articles and shit about this. Mm-hmm. So basically, what happened is, is that normally when they come up with a story idea, they have the entire writers' room in there. Somebody throws the idea up and then people either start adding to it, nitpicking it. And they're like, all right, if there's too many nitpicks and we can't make it work, strike it. Right. Move on to the next one. It was Casey Hudson and Mac Walters in that room writing that ending. None of the other writers got to do any input. Huh?
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so right now this is Wizard of the Coast with two motherfuckers sitting in the room. Right. Like-
1: it's two motherfuckers behind a closed door not showing anything.
0: Yep, yep, looking like a freaking um like a 1970s fucking uh 1970s. I need to go early than that. <laughs> like a 1920s uh, bank robber just fucking sitting there with a twirly ass fucking mustache. yeah but yeah, yeah, Dragging yeah, smoking on a cigar. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm like thinking about a fucking like uh <laughs> like funky cops or some shit. Peaky <laughs> blinders. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> That was a pull funky. But yeah, no, it's just like. <sighs> fuck, man. Yeah, I mean, li- listen, I kind of hope Kobold Press's system gets a little traction, too.
0: Well, this is I'm going to keep it real. I think, you know, it, it's a great nation is destined to fall at some point. And I think if if I'm being real about it, I don't think D&D's got long. If
1: they're gonna keep going the way that they're going, I think the problem is is it's the largest by far. The only two other companies that have any like reasonably large market share of the tabletop space are Paizo and whoever the hell does Call of Cthulhu. And Call of Cthulhu is that's a dedicated player base. That like 10 or so percent of the market share is like- basically gonna stay the same ten percent because it's people who are into Eldritch horror shit. And I would actually like to play Call of Cthulhu. At yeah, some point. I, I think I'd like to run run one of those. But that's not; they're roughly going to stay at like eight to twelve yep. percent. So, so here here's what I'm
0: saying: D and D as a multimedia kind of uh, space is going to keep getting bigger and bigger. D and D as the tabletop game is going to fall in popularity hard. Yeah, hard. Cause they keep, Uh, they keep getting really weird with the, yeah, because think about it. Why, you know, they have, uh, um, the critical role. Um, what is their fucking campaign name? Vox Machina. Vox Machina. Well, well, to be
1: fair, they're evidently also talking about designing their own system.
0: Listen, go ahead. Whoops. Go ahead. But uh you lost the number one fucking guys. But but that that's all I'm saying is if you think about it, you got the Vox marketing and TV show running right now. You have the D&D movie out right now, which it, it just so happens that their D&D direct they talked about the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you you're seeing a lot more media related to yeah. D&D, your video games, your you know, because Minecraft, Minecraft is doing a Crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So now Baldur's Gate three, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You although I'd like to see Dark Alliance come back. That yeah, would be sick. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Um,
0: but you're gonna see a lot of that. They're gonna they're really gonna push that. So it's still gonna be the biggest name. I'm gonna say, as far as the tabletop game itself, I think it's on life support. Fair. You know, so, and, and that's the thing is I, I, you know, they're making so many big mistakes and like when you have something not to be that guy but playing pathfinder, <laughs> it's, it, it's a better experience. You know what I'm saying? Not only just, cause obviously they're not doing the money grubbing thing, which is a obviously a huge deal, but the uh, cost to entry to play the actual game is zero. Yeah. We, we literally, yeah. what did we eat? pay to get path builder it was like two dollars you or so don't much. even have to pay for. yeah it yeah. yeah if, if you, you wanted to if you want to run your shit on paper like yeah. the cost of entry and they did it by design is you you have access to everything that they have to offer minus lore and art yeah and and you pay for the lore. you can get you know you have a monster with a flaming head but you pay money to figure out why he's got a flaming head and what is his, his likes and dislikes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. The, the layer, the lore of Galarian, the, the world of Pathfinder is what you pay for, which I mean, that's one way to sell it. And you want to know yeah. what it's doing well. Yeah. It, it,
1: I, I mean, yeah, I just picked up the Pathfinder second edition core rule book not that mm-hmm. long ago.
0: And you know, and you you can see it just, you know, because obviously I do a lot of YouTube searching and stuff, especially just to kind of do a little bit of research for the episodes and everything. And you can see there's kind of like a mass exodus happening. And, you know. The comparisons that people are drawing between the D systems and the pathfinder systems and generally pathfinders coming out on top you know
1: to especially be, to be fair that happened when they went to 4e as well
0: yeah well 4e was just not <laughs> a lot of people didn't like 4e um trying to make like a video game yeah yep um
1: it, but it's a better miniatures game like D&D 4E, I would compare more to Warhammer than D&D.
0: I've never played Warhammer, which is, I mean... Um, well,
1: well, apparently, um, racists
0: keep trying to claim Warhammer, so, like... I guess I'm not We, to... we, No, no, we just gotta no. take that shit nope. back. Nope, nope, <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> Neutrality. <laughs> I
1: mean, <laughs> no, we gotta fucking condemn. Kill a racist, make the world a better place.
0: Listen, Word. if I could do that purge make it happen Whee! and it, oh.
1: <laughs> and it just pops off
0: right now <laughs> <Aaron> <laughs> you, yeah you just hear all the mics just hit the ground <laughs> we start using government yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but um no i i do i completely think that now it's time for the other systems to kind of shine So now, let me just try to get away from uh, Dungeons & Dragons and keep its name out of our mouths for the rest of the night. Yeah. Um, So beyond Pathfinder that we're playing currently, um, a little while ago we talked about The Witch is Dead. That was like the other rolling dice and doing... And doing shit and failing and dying. That was the other that was the other thing that we played. Um I think kind of the fallout from Dungeons and Dragons, and I see I've already failed and I've said it again. Uh, <laughs> it has kind of created like this fallout of the D. Jeez. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? <laughs> it's created um.
1: It's Their created... uh, coitus interruptus didn't quite work out right. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. <laughs> oh, no. All that's... Oh, no, yeah. Nope. I'm not going oh, yeah. to continue with this. Um, <clears throat> it created a boom in interest in other games. Yeah. And I fucked around and... <laughs> Found out? The one fucking game that I thought would be cool that I... That I actually checking out that I kind of wanted to play and it turns out um, the reviews are less than stellar. I might still give it a shot. The fucking Avatar The Last Airbender The Legend uh, Legends. I think Avatar Legends. Mm-hmm. So I kind of landed in that rabbit hole. That There's a Dragon Prince um, TTRPG where you actually play as the characters and you, like, you don't create
1: your own guy. That's um, kind of weird to me because like, I would... I think it'd be cool to adventure in that world. Oh, well, I think what
0: would end up happening is it would just end up being Dungeons and Dragons. You know, just high fantasy. Like watching that show after uh, watching like Vox Machina, it was weird because I was expecting Vox Machina shit to happen. No, (laughs) it was there. It was a lot calmer
1: and a lot tamer. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was also on in the eighties.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair point.
1: <laughs> so somehow in the cocaine era. Oh, you're talking about the eighties
0: cartoon. We watched that. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. yep. I do. That was amazing. That was kind of an interesting. All right. So here, here's the thing. Can we just uh, can we just throw it out there? The Barbarian Girl. Uh, the woo! acrobat. The yeah, acrobat. Yeah yeah. Yeah, acrobat. Yeah, short yeah, kid yeah. yeah.
1: With the. Uh, Appropriately sized unicorn who's out there hunting for women who are pregnant out of wedlock. Yeah, yeah, Dude, that unicorn sucked. That unicorn was fucking <laughs> yeah, he's horrible. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're a unicorn, not a fucking goat. At least Winnie like a fucking horse. <laughs> so I'm fucking neo-Nazi cavalier out here. <laughs>
0: yes. So the you know going back to uh the avatar legends system i i actually still might play it because they partnered with the actual writers of the series uh they expanded so it's it's broken up into different eras so you can play your you can play your um Kyoshi era the roku era which they they expanded a whole bunch of lore on on
1: that, especially that particular era, because yeah, you can play with the worst avatar that ever lived
0: what Roku sucks <laughs> ooh that he did
1: okay no that's oof. <laughs> he should have killed Sozen the second he breathed colonizer <laughs> yeah, that's a lore off
0: <laughs> okay i I mean yeah I. So here's it a- being being friends can only get you so far as soon as you're like, I'm just going to do all this crazy crap and just like actually says it right to him. You should have did something different. <laughs> you could have stopped it.
1: Right. I might complain that Aang doesn't kill Ozai, but at least he fucking won the fight. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah,
0: yeah, I see. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. I'm disengaging. I'm I'm forfeiting the rest of my time Fine. because <laughs> I wanted to miss. talk about a TTRPG, and you want to know what? I'm gonna get stuck in Avatar. So I I kind of uh, so I, I did a little bit of uh, diving after playing The Witch is Dead into uh, into one page RPGs, tabletop RPGs, and there's a wealth of them.
1: Oh yep. yeah, the dude that did uh, fucking The Witch is Dead. I can't remember if it's Grant Howitt or Rollins. I think it's Howitt. Yeah. It is? Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: So here's an interesting thing, though. I found out that there's the community behind one page tabletop RPGs is so vast because most of the time it's pretty much 100% homebrew well yeah so it's once obviously like you get like (laughs) you can like make deals and everything to get artists and this and that and official packaging and all that good stuff you know cool cool that's great but what i've run into is a list of rather interesting looking one page tabletop rpgs and one of which i want to bring up was kaiju girls (laughs)
1: <laughs> what? So, did you find sexy battle wizards?
0: Um, I, I actually did run into that. I did see that. I was wondering what that was about. But uh so the here's a basic summary is that you roll for your schoolgirl and monstrous talents. So as an example, laser eyes, bone sword, and oh, we have yeah. Yeah, rows upon rows of teeth. That's the examples that they give. And also obviously you like, so here we go here. Here's an interesting part is that you can get um, a drama, which is for example, tutoring your crush, but being really dumb. Dang! Yes. So, are you dumb, or is your crush dumb? No, it says you're
1: tutoring your crush, but you're dumb. Yeah, oh. yeah,
0: yeah. So now you have to deal with that, <laughs> that, that the fallout of that. So then, basically, the, the the idea is that you take you know these settings and you take these characters and you kind of mash them all together into a a, 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 a kaiju <laughs> battle <laughs> with schoolgirls. <laughs> So I'm like, okay. So this is a pretty interesting. One, I'm looking at the site and like, so just that you know, there's that. That's it's, hilarious. It's just a crudely <laughs> yeah. drawn image. And um, <laughs> listen, nothing against the, no, nothing against the people making it because obviously they're they're just whipping this plan up. And uh, if the witch is dead, can become an uh, an official box game. I'm fairly certain not. <laughs> I'm fairly certain you could do the same thing with these many other, uh, one shot tabletop games, but like you, you kind of find it interesting, like you sad vampire boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> that's, do you, are you a sad vampire boyfriend or do you have one? So it, it, it that that's the interesting thing. So it's a D six system. Okay. So basically the highest you, you use is a D six, obviously. Um, And it's based on how much angst the character is feeling. (laughs) That is amazing. Um, So over time, characters develop a series of flaws from (laughs) let your hair down and (laughs) misbehave (laughs) to hunt for blood. (laughs) Okay,
1: so you can actually be a... Sad vampire boyfriend.
0: Yep. Yep. So, and the most interesting mechanic allows mor- mortals to gain vampire moves and vice versa. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so it's a mortal move.
1: Going <laughs> yeah. out in the daylight.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I walked right into that. <laughs> I make a shitty vampire. Yeah, but that was that was a good I'm one. I'm going to oh. work here. Oh shit. <laughs> yep, Completely gone. Dust. <laughs> um but yeah, I know you know the, the list goes on and on, but that's yeah, it's sexy battle with shit right there. <laughs> um so the thing that I find interesting is that you know the, the cool thing about these one page rpgs is there's just a stark amount of freedom you know what i'm saying they're not they're not sitting there you know because even though you know i mean it's kind of the easy way to get into these more hardcore systems with the hardcore planning and you know the weeks of preparation and this that and the other thing but you can just sit down you have a guideline to follow and i i kind of like that i'm i'm starting to kind of uh So say during our break, for example, you know, we got into and played a little bit of like The Witch is Dead, you know, so you kind of get a little bit of that to kind of satiate the appetite, keep you in that kind of mindset. But it's not like uh It's not a commitment. Yeah, yeah, because that's a pretty hardcore commitment. And, you know, test your table, man, because
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we had an interesting y- y-
0: thing. Yeah. <laughs> Adding different players to the table and weirdness ensuing. That, that was probably the best the, the best outcome we could have had there. Because. <laughs> uh, if we went too deep too quick, <laughs> that's
1: hi-oh! Hi-oh! Hi-oh!
0: that was for sure. Wow the the entendre game so double raw
1: <laughs> <laughs> with an air out there. Yeah, yeah, yes.
0: yeah. yikes! No, that, that's a, yeah, that's my. So I was kind of thinking here's here's the thing. Why don't we? Why don't we? Why don't we do one, one page RPG? Yeah. Why don't we
1: Why don't we build a one page RPG? Podcasters. Oh, yeah, yeah, Let's make what it. What are l- your talents? Broke. <laughs> hey, listen. Attention. Attention grabbing. Yeah. Attention sca- deficit having. Scared
0: of showing our own
1: faces. <laughs> <laughs> Stealthy.
0: That's pretty much. <laughs> that's pretty much every podcaster. <laughs>
1: We're audio only for a reason, damn it. Like,
0: dude, YouTube. You can have incel. That could be one of them. Red pillar.
1: I would rather take a shotgun and blow my own knee open than be an incel.
0: Same, but if you roll that unlucky roll.
1: I'm going to buy a gun in that game and my character is going to kill themselves in the first five minutes.
0: I think (laughs) default should be broke (laughs) just so that you couldn't. Do that?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go yeah, steal yep. a god. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, wait, 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 that's wait! A lot more work, right? So, it's not about running a good podcast. Yeah, yeah. The RPG is about Getting trying as popular as possible, trying to make a crappy one work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's the challenge. Fucking talk uh, about. Six plus month old news stories, yeah, like old news, red pillar, po- politics, um, <laughs> crime drama, yeah, 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 yeah. A the real crime podcast week every week, yes, be, yeah, okay, you know, yeah, I'm there we saying, go, we I'm did just, it. it. I'm just saying, it. it's kind of you know, we can think about it. trying to make a fucking terrible one work, <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> But no I, I mean, shout out to everybody making those those one pagers those are those are cool I mean, you know it's something I would like to uh you yeah, know we'll we'll have some off days here where it's just like fire one of them off and you just go to the website, download your materials and you're good, yep yeah. <laughs> and you grab one dice, yeah, yep, it's the- not like you're out there like I was going over my dice collection and uh. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Didn't even realize how many I had. My collection is is growing. I need to get more. I I need to get a new set. Well, it's been a while. In the uh, excuse me, you know, speaking of dice, I have found a TSR ugly dice replica.
1: Yeah, you 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 mentioned it. The metal ones. So yes. Are and, you uh,
0: are you trying to copy these? Oh, most deaf. Most definitely.
1: <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen.
0: Um, likely very soon. I'm not good
1: with money, right? So I, I I just do shit like that. I'm gonna laugh if you start using those as the GM and they just roll shitty. Uh,
0: I welcome <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like, Let's do it. I I still want. I like the uh the gimmicky dice. You know what I'm saying? Like the giant d20 and stuff like that. Like I need to find a really nice gimmick dice and just. Toss it out of nowhere because I remember, remember when we did that the big reveal. It was just like, like the stupid giant D yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty. I just, think that was the only time that ever rolled good for me. Yeah, yeah, which was I wild. Threw it, it hit the table. Everybody was like, "Whoa!" And then it was a twenty. Yeah, yeah, like a nineteen. It was great. Yeah, and it was shitty after that. Yeah, from that and my and my and my youngest son is obsessed with it. <laughs> And I'm surprised he hasn't thrown it through my television.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's why we got him the foam one. Yes, yes.
0: he's he's shown a remarkable amount of control. Of
1: that. Yeah, for a two year old with a yeah. heavy
0: <laughs> polyhedral block. Like, yeah. yeah. And a remarkable throwing arm. <laughs> oh, he's
1: got dead ass fucking throwing arm. That kid Holy is God. taken out a lot of windows already. I've yes. seen
0: you dodge this.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'll just be talking to me and just, whoosh, I'm like, oh, I'm used to it. He's wireless, Spidey sense. I wonder how many times he got hit by stuff before to build out. Yeah, you gotta, it's like a muscle. You gotta train it. Dangerous sense. It, it <laughs> All right, Midoriya. So, Chrono, you are the you are the guy who has played the most yeah. of the um, tabletop RPGs.
1: You have one that you wanted to talk about, so we're gonna go to Final Fantasy D Six, yeah, a little, little f- bit more in depth. Um, Final Fantasy D Six. Yeah, I I Final Fantasy as a tabletop game. It's completely fan-made. Yes. No shit. It's free. Cool. There's also Final Fantasy D20, but I've never played that one. Yeah, it was, so I couldn't tell you if it's good or not.
0: But you played D6? Yeah. Who'd you play it with?
1: My online group for
0: quite oh, a while. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Like that. Yeah, I actually I think that was probably the that was a convo that started into, like, it, it, it moved into Dungeons & Dragons and moved into actually joining a table with you. Mm-hmm. And, um. Yeah. yeah, I remember you talking
1: about FFD6 because, like, yeah. So now, Final Fantasy D6 is literally almost, it's almost a one-page RPG. Okay. It's super simple.
0: Now, is it, like, like classic Final Fantasy, or is it, like, more, uh, like... Final Fantasy 7 style setting, you know what I'm saying? So,
1: you can pick what game you want the setting to be, no shit, and the is... 7 setting has rules for materia.
0: <laughs> so, so now all my Final Fantasy 7 OCs are... <laughs> so,
1: one of my favorite things about the system is, is that they give you... So, you get three limit breaks, right? And then your GM assigns when you learn them. But, you get to make your limit breaks. That's cool! Like, uh, the one character I had, his one limit break was Time's Unending March. And the idea was is that the whole party got hasted and all the enemies got slowed. But depending on the tier of limit break, you get a certain amount of points and you get to pick what traits you want it to have. So if you want to attack four times, that costs so many points. If you want it to be a party buff and an enemy debuff, that's so many points.
0: That's really, really cool. Okay. I actually,
1: I read through the, I didn't, I I always say
0: I read through it, but thumbed through
1: it, skimmed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, tra-
0: I was trying to uh, wrap my head around the system, and it is actually really simple. I, yep. I was reading the PDF because um, that's what's up. <laughs> Listen, so that's kind of interesting because I I I wouldn't mind running that. Like, just
1: it's not a hard system to pick up at all. You pick a class, yeah, and then you go from there. Well, you know
0: what I've kind of, you know, which these systems are becoming more and more intuitive, I think, you know, because even just like we jumped into Pathfinder and like getting into it wasn't so bad. You know what I'm saying? I thought there was going to be like there was a hiccup here or there, but I thought there was going to be more. Like I I (laughs) I thought. You've
1: played the behemoth yeah yeah which was dnd 3.5 i mean once you've played that you can pretty much play anything
0: yeah yeah like once you get in the you know roll dice to do things game
1: (laughs) like big version
0: you're pretty much uh which i mean i do like the fact that there's a there's a common thread between them all and i think you know that's like kind of having a little bit of experience with it now. It I'm, gives you a little you know, confidence. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like even if I kind of like, I'm trying to suss it out, I can suss it out as I'm making the move instead of like, what do I do? <laughs> Let's look in the rules. Yeah, yeah. I didn't find anything.
1: Well, because it's like, I've also technically played Cthulhu Tech. I'm actively playing Starfinder right now because I have a group going for that. Oh, sweet. Ooh. And Starfinder... He's totally cheating with us. Yeah. what yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, the way.
0: he's cheating with them on us. Oh. We no. <gasps> Wait. He started Starfinder and then I started Pathfinder. <gasps> I'm a mistress. I'm a game mistress. <laughs> That's what GM stands for. <laughs> My brain sucks. <laughs> Your yeah. words not mine.
1: But Starfinder's I'm nice because I on a t-shirt. <laughs> like So even Pathfinder 2E, you get 7th through 10th level spells. Right. Spellcasting in Starfinder stops at 6th level. So the spells are spread out more across the casters. Right. It makes the other classes more interesting. Mm. That's that's what I really like about... um... Also, the technology gets insane. Like, just the shit you can do with it. Cause here's the thing, right? So Pathfinder Two E is is you can have ten worn magic items. Starfinder, it's two. You can have two magic or two hybrid items. Huh? See, I,
0: I yeah, I like that. I like the more steering away from the magic. Because even though it's a, a lot about magic, and I get that, that's cool. But it's like you have a big problem when it comes to D anD. d You know, standard that it's just like. If you're a magic user, you're the best shit out there. (laughs) (laughs) Fantasy is lousy with it. Yeah. Yep. And like, it was bad, man. Like you had to at least be somewhat of a spellcaster for like to have an effective, a really effective build. I'm not going to say that you weren't effective at all as a martial character, but well, well, the, the,
1: that was where Tome of Battle sort of helped that. that.
0: Yeah. Tremendously helped three, five as far as evening the odds. Yeah. They're, you know, the older Dungeons and Dragons game had some of the dirtiest fucking spell casting I think I've ever heard of. It was just wrong. Like it was like, <laughs> like fuck, fuck reality. And then you just cast a spell, and just I casually uh, make my own demi plane. That's fine. <laughs> and I'm also a god. I'm like, whoa, hey, and then like. The tome of battle for three five was so fucking. It was so good because, uh, not for nothing, I, I couldn't for the longest time wrap my head around spellcasting. Even when I tried to do spellcasting, I picked the easiest one, which was like <laughs> warlock. Um, <laughs> I think I could do it now, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was it was nice to have the um, the option. Of having martial stuff, yeah, that had some speciality to it. right. That was know? fun
1: because it's fun to say shit like I'm going to use Wolf Fang Strike.
0: Yes, yeah, yep. Yeah. That, uh, that was you know we had a lot of good we had a lot of good ones with that one. <laughs> but I think <laughs> that was because uh, once again, as soon as the jump started to happen, mm. and I'm watching people switch to Paizo systems, I got like I totally just. Passed out and got the apps for um, first edition. I got Path Builder first edition. I got Path Builder second edition. I got Star uh, Starfinder,
1: Star Builder or yeah. Star
0: builder. Yeah, those yeah. are the names of the apps. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: and you want to know what? Yeah, I I really enjoy the I, I enjoy the concept uh, of sci-fi. I've never tried a sci-fi system. Yeah. Like as far as as far as my like I've I, like with like the heavy tabletop RPG systems or even just tabletop in general, like I've played Dead of Winter, which is a mm-hmm. zombie game. I've played a bunch of like Walking Dead tie in games. Yeah. And they were all zombies. As soon as I stopped playing zombie games, I switched to High Fantasy. <laughs> Wanna play a zombie game? <laughs> listen. Do they got a zombie uh D twenty game? I'm sure. If, listen, if one. we if we get I wouldn't mind that. That would be a cool a cool uh setting. Be like a fucking zombie apocalypse. You remember the video game Zombie? Yeah. Yeah. But it was spelt with an I zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was on it was on the Wii U when yeah. it started. Zombie U. Yeah. And yep. it was a situation where it was um Basically, player versus environment. And then when you died, you could find your previous person, mm-hmm. kill them, and loot their body. That'd be a sick uh, mechanic. It'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Okay. So
1: um, there are a couple other <clears throat> sci fi systems. Starfinder is probably the biggest one, besides obviously Star Wars itself. Which, but I yeah, mean, they... Star Wars and Starfinder are kind of space fantasy. Right. Yeah. Like, gritty sci-fi Cthulhu tech is one of the big ones that comes to mind, but that's a beast Mm -hmm. That's systems that uh, So it's an entirely D10 based system right? And the math gets a little wonky But (laughs) I I mean, you'd you'd be back to Google Docs, I don't think there's an app for Cthulhu tech, because it's never been that popular a system
0: I mean, I'm gonna keep it real Like (laughs) <laughs> there will be a time where I'll be okay with running a more stock, you know, setup. Right now, I cannot tell you how much I love. The, the it. apps are <laughs> nice. It's like i you know, it was um it was literally the day after we ran our first session of the new campaign. And you were like, everybody levels up. And I was like, cool. And I went in there and like.
1: <laughs> hit three I, buttons. Yeah, that
0: was it. That was it. And I'm like, and it's cool because I fucking hit that level up button. It's like, okay, I can pick two two feats. Awesome. If I go through there, got a list of them. They tell you what they do. As soon as you click on it, drop down menu tells it what it does. Select it, boom, right in there. It was so, like, I was like, now I got it was more time just sitting there reading what all the fucking feats yeah, do. Yeah, but it's nice to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that it
1: lets you learn what they do.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think we it's a great way to become more used to the system so that if for whatever reason you didn't have your app, you still know how it works. It's mm-hmm. like intuitive learning kind of thing. So I I don't know. I'm in love with these. I'm in love with these apps. And I'm in love with the Pathfinder system the, yeah, the, the three, three action, action economy. economy is interesting love it i love it so much dude and it's like because there's so much that you can do you know what i'm saying and they still have you know the they still have reactions right they yes. have yes. They, they have three actions reaction and they have free action yep. correct and you know so it's still you have a lot of the stuff that you see in like in five edition or fifth edition for uh D. you still have it's just that the way that they implemented that the initial three actions just changed the whole thing. Like I couldn't, it would be really hard for me in a combat focused system to go back to just, cause there was a dude on um, YouTube. Like I can't remember his name right now, but he explained it really well. And he's like, what D and D basically ended up devolving in, into a lot of times was just one wall runs into another wall. <laughs> And they just don't stop <laughs> yeah. because a lot of times you didn't have the attack of opportunity. If you, you don't want to trigger attack of opportunity, if you try to retreat. But then, they, you know, there's a way that uh, I can't remember what it was, but there's a way that you could avoid the attack of opportunity. But you have to roll well on it and blah, Depends blah, on blah
1: your system. But yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So it's like and, and he was talking more about fifth edition than it was about uh, three point five because mm-hmm. um, three point five. You were able to five foot step to break away from enemies
1: yeah unless they have reach i mean you could still five foot step but if your enemy has 10 foot plus reach it doesn't matter
0: yeah but i think dragons e- go hump. <laughs> <laughs> or uh <laughs> what was it what was it we got um we got mauled by a troll a troll that's in, what it was yeah in, in yep. well, a, ba- a bank shooting
1: star yeah, yeah. got mauled <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, uh open the door just and then bam. Yeah.
0: That was rough. I ran far away and shot it. Nah,
1: I targeted the boss. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Listen, I I you know, I just gotta say it, you know, kudos, kudos to our characters. They're they're technically lore wise are the most seasoned heroes of the group. And, you and played it that way yeah, yeah. I just... yeah. <laughs> so i was like God, ah, i enjoyed that man no, i enjoy the new system like you know i'm excited to get back into it that's that's a thing i'm i'm glad we're going to be able to make time within the next week to actually uh play another session Yeah, because <laughs> I it's kind of been living right free in my head a bit <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice the the other rpg that I was we were talking about it um, a little bit before. Was uh, Vampire the
1: Masquerade? Yeah, VTM. The so they got a new game out, don't they? Well, fifth edition for Vampire the Masquerade. has been out for a while. Okay,
0: so I'm interested in that because I do love me some vampires, man. So
1: Vampire the Masquerade is interesting because it's a very like they don't call them game master. They're not dungeon master. The leader of the campaign is called the storyteller. Right. Mm, so it's okay. a much more episodic story based style game where you get to be a vampire. You know, I'm I'm kind of all right with that, though.
0: I feel like uh, I actually feel like your wife, Crono, would probably really like that.
1: Oh, no, she absolutely loves uh, Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah,
0: because yeah, the story thing, man, that's that's a big thing for. Her.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the other two like big sci-fi systems I'd like to eventually give a shot. There's straight up Alien. Like Xenomorphs.
0: <laughs> no way. Nope. There, that's, I didn't know that there were so many uh, systems built for like popular IPs.
1: Yeah, dude, absolutely. There's also Mothership. What? What's that yeah, one? it's so. So you play as aliens? No, you ah. play as the races are like human, android, and that's about it. So you can be, be there's like an (laughs) Android. No, there is a penalty for, so androids are very logical. It's an eldritch horror based game, right? And you die a lot, Hmm. Hmm. but (laughs) androids are very logic based. But when you're looking at horrors from beyond time and space, androids suck at that because they don't have the programming to understand it. Soldiers are really good in combat, but, they suck at other shit because it's like there's android scientist medic and i forget the fourth role huh
0: oh well would uh, when the more human based classes be like wouldn't they kind of be affected by a lot of the things when it comes to the eldritch horrors a lot worse but
1: the thing is is that they can Because humans aren't strictly logical beings, it's a little easier to adapt to that idea.
0: Mm, Okay. That's the
1: way the rules kind of go with that. Because an android being a machine is based very heavily on the three dimensions of space and the one of time. Right it operates in that space. Okay. Going outside of that starts to fuck with its programming. Yeah, it's like, this
0: isn't in my fucking memory banks. <laughs> like,
1: so it doesn't exist. Dude, like, it exists! <laughs> androids are, like, super good at fear effects, because, like, oh, I think they might be bad at them. I'm going to have to rewatch the video, but it's a system I'm interested in trying. Yeah. yeah. But the character making in it, it's fairly streamlined, because you're going to die a lot.
0: I think we ah. should I think the next one we should run should be like at least a horror themed one. I'm kind of interested in that.
1: You know, I've been saying? wanting to get the alien one, but I'm I'm probably personally more interested in Mothership.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean, I mean we're we're going to have to do a Starfinder one. We got we got <laughs> we got a backlog. There's, um, yeah. So there's no way I'm not playing Starfinder. So the that is the next thing um Please subscribe everywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. Well, so that we can play these
1: games. (laughs) Here's the thing, right? Mothership doesn't necessarily have to be a full campaign. Right. Yeah, that's true. You could do a one shot where you're just a crew investigating a derelict ship, and if you die, that's it. You're done. True. You could run it as a one page RPG one shot.
0: You want to know what my problem has always been with one shots? And I think it happens all probably a lot more than than I'm probably even aware of is uh you sit there and you come up with something that's quick that you could just do yeah and then if a player does it or even if you do it to yourself the question that turns a (laughs) one-shot into something that all of a sudden you burn like half a year of your life on it (laughs) is one fucking question why (laughs) <laughs> so it's like oh well we're gonna do uh, We're gonna do a one shot Where we go into a dungeon and we Discover an obelisk and then we have to Defeat the uh, then there then a Monster emerges from the obelisk and then We have to destroy it it's like okay You got your characters okay Here we are in the dungeon the Obelisk spawns the monster Why <laughs> yeah, That's fair <laughs> And next thing you know you've written it Yep. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you just know and you just kind of hang your head and accept it it's like well it's gonna be time consuming (laughs) i think that um i'm looking for like i'm looking forward to running a a full-fledged campaign from start to finish i hopefully it makes it that far um i'm not i'm not so um self-absorbed that i'm going to take it for granted that we'll finish it, but, I, um, I mean, I'm, I'm getting in, uh, I'm getting in the mindset of just sticking through, man. You know, I, w- I want to have some, some campaigns under my belt, man. I want some sessions. I want some one shots. I want some campaigns. I want, you know, the, the tabletop RPG has become like, is such a prominent part of my, uh, Current gaming sphere, <laughs> like I, I probably play more tabletop RPGs than I play video games. That's fair. And I put more ar- hours into tabletop RPGs than I do <laughs> into like modern video games. So I'm like, I think that's kind of uh, that's kind of my my bag right now. So I'm like, I, I don't I don't see myself. As long as there's still more to play, there's more story
1: to go through. I'm I'm good. I mean, there's always more story because you make it up as you go. Yeah, get it. that's the up. best
0: part about it. And and also, uh, even though I'm wicked happy to run a campaign, I miss being a player. Because yeah, that watching, didn't take long. Watching you guys do your shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to go crazy on a session one. Um, but I already know you guys have some. Asshole stuff. <laughs> this, we we kinda went in. I mean, we kinda had to, but we kinda went in session one. We did all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I think the the shenanigans have yet to come. And I
1: you miss being on that side of the table. Oh yes. Because now you're the one getting shenaniganed <laughs>
0: Yeah, and and I both look forward to and greatly dread the shenanigans coming up. And with that, we have reached the end. We are Critical Hit. Thank you for listening. Um, I love fucking tabletop RPGs. I'm a complete fucking roll dice <laughs> and pretend to be a wizard nerd. <laughs> who who would have thought it would have taken a hold of this life? Right? <laughs> it's, like, it's like I remember playing Monopoly when I was like, <laughs> fuck Monopoly. Yeah, fuck that game. <laughs> find us wherever you find your amazing uh, tabletop obsessed podcast. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Pandora, and iHeart are the big ones. Those are the five that you need to actually play the game. Yeah. <laughs> find us on Twitter <laughs> at hit official. Uh, new episodes every Thursday at noon. Until then, Roll for initiative. Uh (laughs) Aha!